that's a tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to number one PlayStation okay, podcast in the Oceanas. I'm your host, Dylan Blight, and joining me today is Kieran Marcher, who's just trying to speak all over the fuck of me. <laughs> well, you deserve it, you know? You Why? Just, you shut me down. I'm just trying to get a singing career out of this podcast, and you're killing People would be happy to know that there was like several episodes where it was like, Will's getting along really, really well, and we did like a couple episodes where it was just the two of us, and it was fine. This episode's off to the, the usual system of me just like death staring you before just starting the podcast. So <laughs> things are back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Nick's here. I can't be, you know, I've got to hang out with the cool kids, not with the fucking the nerd Dylan. Fucking little nerd. What, what the fuck? podcast host? Who even hosts a podcast? Literally everyone who hosts a podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, joining us also today, Nicholas Pryor. It's very awkward being in between these two right now. <laughs> Why? It's just the, the the venomous between you two. He just doesn't like the, his parents fighting, you know? How the fuck okay. are we his parents? It's okay, Nick. <laughs> two lots of Christmas presents and two We're the two youngest <laughs> people on the Explosion Network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't what think up, you've heard Dad? of time travel. <laughs> I'm, proud of, I'm proud of bearing that as a child. I don't know where the fucking beard genetics came from, though. My pubic region. <laughs> <laughs> My asshole. Oh, let's no, no, we're good. This is a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how one would be mistaken about that. <laughs> I don't even play video games anymore. <laughs> I do. I play one. Yeah, you play one. You play one video game. <laughs> Good on you, Nick. All right, let's jump into uh, video game speak. The things, the buttons and the mouses and the keyboards and the controller systems and the video game. Firstly, I want to give a shout out to something I know Kieran was watching a bit of over the, the last week or so. Games Done Quick raised a record amount of money. Two, this is US money, so I don't know what US this is in like real Australian. It's like 2.6 it it $2. million dollars. Yeah, it's 2.6 Australian. Is it okay? Yeah, 2.6 Australian. I read this morning. Ah, 2.6 real dollar dues. That's a whole lot of bunch, bunch, of bunch of money. Now, for people who don't know what Games Done Quick is, it's back on in July or June. One of those, it'll be middle doing, of the year. Normally, it's somewhere yes, around it's like the middle of the year. If you've never heard of it, you're going to pitch it to them now, Kieran. You're going to pitch the people why you should be tuning into. Because we talked about this a couple of months back, like just randomly off air. It was like, oh, yeah, when Games Done Quick is on, it's just like a good thing to have on in the background, blah, 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 blah. What is it? Because I know to a lot of people before I started watching it, the idea of speed running sounded boring as all fuck. I'm like, why do I want to watch someone break a game? It just sounds like they're ruining it for me. It's amazing as all fuck. It's just, it's this whole week of events. So it is non-stop for an entire week. No matter what time you turn the stream on during that week, there will be somebody running some game. And the people that, I don't, it's it's incredible. Just even the thought of how this person picked this game to speedrun is mind-boggling. Some of the most random stuff starts getting speedrun. I watched, um, you know, just down to the little things like, you know, watching somebody complete Arkham Asylum in like an hour and 50 minutes. Like, where they were doing things like, you know, to skip cut scenes, somebody worked out if you um, 
used a wall for cover, threw a banner ring and exploded um, gel at the same time, you would flip out of the map and then fall into the next section. <laughs> and I don't know how anybody would have figured that out, looking at code or something. And it's just a range of games. There's going to be games you've heard about, games you've never seen, new games, old games. You know, there's people racing Mega Man's. Like, there's people racing the different Mega Mans, all playing at the same time, um, showing you the little, you know, the minor details of how to jump it. My favourite I watched was somebody speedrun Resident Evil 7, um, and that that was down to a fine art. That was like, you know, if I shoot at this section here and shoot through that those floorboards, I'll be able to kill the boss, even before she spawns. And it's just ridiculous, the fine art that these people know what's going on um and even stuff they change it for they do lots of stuff for charity like they did a metal gear solid run and there was a charity thing that ran the entire day beforehand if it was to save ocelot or save meryl and it got the stream involved and it's a fantastic couple of days um to um uh, raise some money towards cancer prevention yeah hashtag fuck cancer and it's um. It was funny, like the amount of money people spend on like the most random shit too. The the last run they did was uh, Breath of the Wild, and like seventy thousand dollars or something ridiculous like that was just donated towards naming the um, horse. Yep. Like even, why? Even just the <laughs> minor stuff, matter. like the the Resident Evil Seven runner that I watched, he donated. I think it was something like ten bucks every time he got hit by a creature, or oh, he really? died. Did yeah, do it and I think he, he only ended up paying because um, I think it was fifty bucks if he died. So he paid all up like two hundred and fifty dollars, and that was it. Um, no, it wasn't in VR. It was normal. No, it, he said he could have done it in VR. They just didn't have the setup for it ready okay. um, at Gameston Quick. But he says if he he could have done the same, he was saying he could have done the same speed run in VR. I reckon uh, if they did have VR there, even then it would be VR would be like a, a stretch goal. Yeah, I think he said it. that. Like, I think he yeah. said the VR was going to be a stretch goal. He just didn't have time to get it set up and get the stretch goal in. It's a big... The, the amount of organization that goes into the event is like crazy. Like Even just the... If they're, they're down to a fine art in changing games and stuff. Like, I know. Just, just think about our extra live stream. Yeah. How small scale stream. that was for 24 hours. But switching between, what, three different VR game consoles caused a major headache, and then, like, blah, 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 blah. They're switching between, like, anything from a Nintendo 64 to a PC to a PS4, what, you know, like, and it just fluent, constantly, never, blah, blah, blah. and they've got, like, the game screen, they've got, they've got the, the, like, three different people with mics on in the background on the couch, whatever else, like, it's... Was it all in the one just location? Runs. Yeah, hey? yeah, it's, it's all, all in one, one place. place. Okay. It's okay. all in the one place for the entire week. Um, they literally generally, yeah, it's the stream, the person playing the game and then three people on the couch. So often if it depends on the person playing the game, sometimes they talk a lot. Sometimes the people on the couch are explaining what they do. Um, there was different, like, you know, Mario world, Mario 3d world. I watched and that game was crazy to speed run. Just like the amount of, like even just down to the fine art of, they wouldn't take any pipes to the next section. They would use a cat suit to climb up the pipe. Because it's quicker and it saves like three seconds or something, and it all kind yeah. of builds up to time saving. It's the same as like, was it like games like uh, Oblivion and stuff? Or was it Oblivion? It's like those sorts of games where people just run backwards or like a lot of first person. Yeah, games where they worked just... out, 
There was um, another, like, a Half-Life. I don't think it's actual Half-Life. I think it's, like, a secondary game that comes with Half-Life where you could uh, shoot backwards with an LMG and it would just, like, send you flying. Um, So people would... There was a way to get an LMG, like, really early in the game and you use it to fly across vents and stuff quicker. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, game design's quick's great. I know... I've just, like, in the past week... I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff like that not aware of it. And I'm like, it's into its ninth year. So I was like, just take a moment at the start of this week's episode to be like, hey, uh, it's a thing and you should probably check it out if you could because it's a lot of fun. Even if, it's not like, even you, it's not like you, you need to be into one specific game either. So like, I don't like watching... It's just like, I'll play literally fucking anything and it's just fun. And you don't need to down, donate, blah, blah, blah. Game stuff quick. All right. Dice Award nominations were dropped this week. I don't know if Nick's seen them. There's a whole bunch of bad news for you, Nick. There's no talk. Oh, actually, no, I saw Horizon has the most noms ever. Horizon has the most awards. Horizon has been nominated for Outstanding Achievement in Animation, Art Direction, Character, Original Music Composition, Story, Technical Achievement, also been nominated for Adventure Game of the Year, Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, Game Direction, and being nominated for Game of the Year. Now, by now, listeners, you should have hopefully seen or read our Game of the Year fucking tubular. Uh, we were... Uh, I didn't have Horizon in my personal top 10. Neither Nick did didn't have Horizon in his personal top 10. Uh, Horizon is, I would say, the Explosion Network's crux of and you may think it's the batman telltale thing no 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 <laughs> <laughs> that it's was the, a different argument that's a different argument that was a different it's the argument. it's it's horizon there's 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 a very high majority of people love horizon i like horizon great game i don't think it's the the amazing achievement that everyone else makes it out to be i think it's a great game yeah. but i don't think it's i'm of the uh, same opinion at, well I want you to expand because you've never had. You've, you're, 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 you're always out here shitting on Horizon. Been nominated for seven Dice Awards. It's been winning all, all sorts of games of awards left, right, and center. What is uh, it? Or isn't? First comes down to story. It is an average story at best. The best thing about the story is the pre-fall stuff. Finding out about that. But the whole tribal stuff and... Dealing with Silas and all that kind of stuff just bored me to tears. Um, the traversal of the game just made me want to shoot myself. <laughs> Trying to find somewhere to climb up a ledge was painful. Can like I jump should... in for a second, Nick? Yeah. I want to ask this for the audience because this will be a this will be rebuttal. You played this before? I don't. Did you even play Zelda? Did you play Zelda? I played it before Zelda. You played it before Zelda. Yeah. Cool. So this is your thoughts. Pre-Zelda. Yeah. Because a lot of people crap on this if you say you played Zelda before it. Because they're like... Yeah, no, no, no. I played this before Zelda. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. It's just... I'm... I always... I can remember this one specific plateau on, like, the bottom left of the map and you had to get up there to get some sort of collectible. And I ran around that thing, like, five times trying to find somewhere to climb up it. It was... uh, An exercise of frustration. Um, I enjoyed the combat and... All the other stuff with it was fine, like, but in my opinion, it didn't, it doesn't do anything better than any other, than other open world games haven't done before it. 
open world RPGs haven't done before it. Like, I'm not saying it, I enjoyed my time with it. I think it's a great game, but I don't think it's, especially in this year, it is not game of the year compared to other ones. If it was another year, yeah, it could very well be game of the year, but just not in last particular year. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite things about it are the, the art, because it's probably the one of art the best style was great. games. Just the, the art style and direction and all that sort of stuff. And I the combat's also great. Like, just the general... Yeah. This Water's good against fire. Well, it's not that simple, but, like, that kind yeah. of It, it, it reminded me very much of, like, um, Freedom Wars or Monster Hunter, that type of mm-hmm. take down parts of the monster and target specific things and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I agree about the climbing. I remember the, ex- the exact same story happening to me several times over. Like, collectible here. Yep. Here is the mountain I need to climb. Let me walk <laughs> around looking for where I climb. Oh, I'm back to where I fucking started walking around this thing. Yep. I just spent 10 minutes walking in the giant circle and I still don't know where to see... Oh, it's over there, I think. And then let me just... Nope, that's not it. Let me just try jumping every centimetre around yep. the fucking... The base of this. So I think... I honestly think they would have been better if they implemented like an Assassin's Creed type style climbing where instead of specific handholds, it would just grab like parts to climb up. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Or just, you know... Be Zelda and just be like, you can climb anything. Okay, go. Do it. I suppose the problem with that is then that's the design. The whole yeah, world that it's different because Zelda, if you climb a mountain, it's just basically you're climbing a flat texture and you're Spider Man up the wall. Yeah. Whereas this, it's all like textured and like different outcroppings. Assassin's like Creed, that. you can't climb everything. No, but but you can climb that you most should things. be able to reach anything that has something on the top of it that you should be able to reach. If you just like start running up the side of it, like these, the games these days, Assassin's Creed, there will always be something they grab onto. I remember yeah. the earlier ones would be like, they'll try and fuck with you just for the sake of it. And make yeah, it'd like be like a puzzle. One side or of like it, that. the only side you could climb up, number three. These days, it's just like all four sides of this thing have something you can grab onto because yeah. you don't need to spend time fucking around with that anymore. This isn't a puzzle. Like, that's not a puzzle. They're like, oh, here's the puzzle. Figure out which side you want to climb up. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Talking about Assassin's Creed, I'm excited, guys. You're excited? Yeah. Yeah? Assassin's Creed Rogue is coming. This is the only... I, I kept complaining. I know I, I complain a lot. every Half the time they announce these damn remasters and re-releases for, like, PS3 games to PS4 games, I'm like, who wants that shit? Like, like remember when they ported... Uh, what's that fucking, like, Hong Kong Mafia? Like, what the fuck's that Yakuza. called? Sleeping Dogs. Yakuza? Sleeping Dogs. I was like, oh, why? Okay. This is weird. That's just, like, a random... Even with Darksiders, I was like, okay... Like, I know you're making another one, but still, that's just like... There's okay, like a... I think Darksiders has a legit cult following, though. Like, there I is... Suppose. There is a group of people that does want Darksiders. I don't know people who want to do Sleeping Dogs. No, Sleeping Dogs is the, like, my go-to, like... Why? Even Why Tomb Raider. A fucking thing. Like, well, Tomb Raider like was just, like... 12 months previous. Yeah, it's just... Even... Yeah, no, it's just weird. But this one makes sense, because... Um, if you were like me, you got your PS4... You got your Assassin's Creed Black Flag and you were like, why? And you've unplugged your PS3 to do this. And then when was it? Like two weeks later or two weeks yeah, before? Something it was, ridiculous. It was around the same time. It was within. Yeah, so yeah, it was like it was super, within. super, super close. They released Black um, Rogue. And it was like, well, I just got this brand new shiny console 
why would I want to go back and play my PS3 when I've got this shiny new console? And what, like, I just unplugged my PS3 for a sec. So no, I don't, as much as I really wanted to play Rogue, which I did, because it sounded cool, because you're playing as bad guy, etc., etc., ship stuff in it again. Sounded really cool, but it's just like, I'm not plugging in my PS3. And then I thought, like, maybe six months down the track, I'll plug my PS3. Never happened, of course, one of those things. So they announced it's coming out on March 20th. All the DLC, two new bonus missions. They didn't say a price point. I'm going to assume it's like 50 bucks, 55 bucks, something like that. Great. Perfect. Can't wait to play it. Opinions. My thing was with the game that was, um, when I originally saw it and Black Flag came out, I was like, oh, that's like the, you know, the half-assed version of the, of a different, of like a half-assed thing they've done for the 360 and the PS3 because they can't run Black Flag. That's totally, okay, sure. Because, you know, there was that thing with... Uh, Black, Black Flag, Flag was, was on, on PS3. Was yeah. it? Yeah, I did not know. I bought the PS3 version, and you got like a free upgrade to the PS4 version. Okay, well, in my head, that's how I saw it. I was wrong, but um, and then everybody who's played that game is like, "This game's awesome. This story is awesome. Like, people need to play this." And it's like, "Give it to me on my, give it to me on next gen, please." I think it works out. You're playing as like the descendant of like. The person from number three. Or yeah, that's like what that. I. So was. you play, but the the story in this in Rogue is the opposite to every other story. You go from starting out as an assassin and you go backwards into a crusader, devolving into, into a, a pirate. And yeah. no, not into a pirate. You go, you um, become a, a Templar. Guy. Templar. Yeah. You, yeah. I, I mean, I was highly intrigued. It didn't was, it? Was always didn't in Rogue fact, come, the story? Sorry, always the story always sounded like. Like from the if you looked at the synopsis for like Black Flag Black Flag versus Rogue, I was always like the story of Rogue sounds more interesting than Black Flag. And it's got an Irish protagonist, and that's that makes me like, yep, I want that. Give it to me. Yes, please. What was it, Nick? Um, well, did it come out the same time as Unity? I'm pretty sure it came out like within a few weeks of each other. Like it, Unity was, was the next gen one, Rogue was the previous gen one. Because I remember it, it being them. like that. Because I can understand from a business perspective why they did it, to for like um, drive sales for the new one. But yeah, I mean, all your whinging's paid off, and now you're getting it. I did. I did no verbal, public no verbal whinging. whinging. It was just Ubisoft, Ubisoft probed your you, brain um, and said, "Dylan wants this on next gen. Let's give it to him." No, nah, Ubisoft. You know that anonymous hate mail you've been receiving. Yeah, it's going to yeah. stop now. But you've just stopped it because of uh, one Dylan Blight. <laughs> Ignore the Tasmanian Post stamps on it. Boom. Yeah, with Boom. Unity. It was with Unity, so it was the... So that was the... Yeah, so I was right. I was just thinking about it. In yeah, they come out on the yeah. same day. Yeah, so they didn't do Unity, except for Unity was a piece of trash. Yeah. Apparently it was so mad I, brought, and I, I pre-ordered Unity day one. Because I'm like at the stage where I swear I just have to keep buying the pre-ordering them for the fucking statues because <laughs> I've just got all I've got all of them bar one and I, or or like the one for two I think yes yeah, so it's just like two. I'm fucked yeah I'm like I'm I'm fucked now I just have to keep pre-ordering these fucking Assassin's Creed games for these figures now um, Even- but I, I got Unity day one read all the reviews saw the stupid gyps was like you know what I can wait like I, I I've lost money to get this statue quote unquote lost. But I'll pick up my pre-order and I'll wait a couple months to play it. And I waited a couple months until it got like into like version 1.50 something, like that many patches on top of it or whatever. And when I played it, I was like, not bad. It wasn't great. 
It's fine. It wasn't, wasn't it also multiplayer, though. like co-op multiplayer? You could, co-op, yeah. like you could yeah. you, not the main story though. It was different stuff. Wasn't it was it? different missions. Yeah. Also, it's sad it, because it was a good setting. I would have got it in release, but it's times past for me. Two two side notes. One, I hate Assassin's Creed Unity because it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I never played um, the next one, Syndicate. And Syndicate's set in my favourite time period. Syndicate's amazing. Syndicate's, Syndicate's amazing. I need to go back. One. I just don't have the time. But it's set in my favourite time period, which annoys me because I had such a bad taste in my mouth. Maybe Syndicate and could be one of your plot games. It could... Uh, it's an easy plot. That uh, could... Maybe. Yeah, that's it a is thing. an easy plot. That plat. could be a thing. Um, it's a time-consuming one, but like... Yeah, that could be a thing. Um, but my other thing is, back to you and these statues, wasn't isn't the story, if I remember rightly, because... Assassin's Creed Correctly. Origins came out around PAX. And I remember you got your mum. I was going to cancel go, that. You were going to cancel it, and you got your mum to go get you Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And the EB fucked. Games person jibbed your mum into purchasing the freaking <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins statue. Well, because I said, I said to mum, I'm like, can you go pick up while I'm at PAX? Can you just, like, I sent her, I, I took a screenshot of my EB World card on my phone, sent her the picture of it, was like, just take this in, pick up my pre order, thanks. <laughs> Um, I didn't say what or pre-order because I didn't think it through. <laughs> Sends me a message. I'm out for dinner. I think is when I got the message. It's like, hey, um, you owe me like 200 and something dollars. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Mario was not 200 and something dollars. <laughs> She's like, I got two games. I'm like, and I thought about it for like two <clears throat> seconds. I was like, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I got myself Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> Because I'm terrible. I'll like, at e- after E3, I'll just go into EB Games and just be like, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10. Like, here's, here's $10 on all the games. Just like, so if a cool collector's edition comes out, it's like, you've got that secured deposit <laughs> chance to get the cool collector's edition. Yeah. But I was going to, I was going to cut off at Origins. I was like, I don't have the money. Like, I, I, I'm going to Melbourne, you know, like, I should, don't get the Assassin's Creed Origins collector's edition. No, nah, we'll just cut that one. We'll cut that one. No, got it. It's fine. I've, I've, I've barely, I haven't played that much of that game. <laughs> played a bunch of Mario, though. It's fantastic. You should definitely play Origins. Origins. Funny story. I put my Black Flag statue with our Christmas nativity scene and made it look like he was going to cut up baby Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I like that. It's good. That's a good use. Because, hmm. in fact, this, the sign that I should have nearly got rid of it was... The, the the shelves where I had all the other ones are had like three each on them. So it's like one one shelf spot three fit perfectly. Spot below it three fit perfectly. I go to put in the Origins one. It's like I have to start a new cube sp- spot. For this. Like, I, I, I could have just cancelled it and it was like <laughs> I would have never had to, to to adjust anything. And Instead I got whatever. I don't even know the character's name. Fucking someone. Oh, the Egyptian dude. Yeah, Boring. I know the bird's name. From, I don't from know what I've name. played, I'd rather a figure of the girl, his his wife or whatever. Yeah, she's more interesting. Fair. She is. SJW rubble, rubble, rubble. No, there's reasons she's more interesting. She's way cooler. Yeah, she is a lot cooler. She's badass. I never that's, got that. But far. that that's no different than in Syndicate. They give you a figure of the dude, Jacob. The guy's fine. He's he's a fine character. However, he's just like. He's like the brawn over brain, uh, like he's not the assassin of the two of them, and he's the girl, 
the girl whose name's like Freya or Freya. Evie. Or Isn't it Evie? Evie oh, Evie. Evie. I was something. I was like, why am I? Thought I it was Evie. Jacob it is Evie. Evie. You're correct. Since yeah. you said you're right. So Evie, the way cooler character once again because she's like the proper assassin, cool assassin chick. I would have rather a statue of her. They're both fine. I really enjoyed that game, by the way, because you just switch between them. It's like she has the assassin missions, and he has like the oi chaps. Let's just fucking go in and scrub them up. Fucking guns. He has the Peaky Blinders like, missions. He's the gangs of New York yeah, of that game. He's the Peaky and then she's blinder. the assassin sort of stuff. And I don't know. You should, the Syndicate's great. Yeah, I need to go back. I need to go back. Marty, I think a lot of back. people miss that because they fell off after. Um, yeah, Unity. I, th- I feel like that doesn't get the um, respect that it deserves because of Unity and how yes. crap it was. I agree. Was okay. One more. Remaster was announced this week also. We got this Dark Souls remaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on the I Switch. I like Nick's face then. He was like, what? He <laughs> <laughs> was like a dog. Like, look, <laughs> It was like a dog when he saw you. <laughs> like the little head turn. <laughs> Uh, Dark Souls is coming Xbox, PS4, Switch, 25th of May. Uh, if you have, uh, if you're on the the non-Switch versions, your you pros or your 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 Xbox X's or whatever, you got that 4K 4K upscaling, beautiful pictures, all sorts of things gonna be happening. But more importantly for these types of games, 60 frames per second. I'm not a big like oh, every game needs to run at 60 frames per second. Like blah, blah, blah. I I won't notice it in most of games. However, these t- sorts of games. Yes. I feel like you, Dark Souls, you, when it comes down to sometimes it comes down to a pixel when you're uh, about to yeah, get exactly. hit or something. It is. Yes. The, like, there's whole Reddits dedicated to frames, how many frames it takes, your instability frames when you're rolling and everything like that. That's what a lot of time, like going back to games done quick, real quick, a lot of like the Mega Man games and stuff like that, they'll be like, oh yeah, because like when you fight a gun, like your, your animation lasts like one point such such frames. And then like if you jump through this, like this, like the jumping animation takes 0.5 frames. And then people like do all these maps and stuff like that's how they figure out. They're like, you know, you do this animation, but if I do this, it takes this many frames. So, but he slows down when he's moving. So it costs me like 0.5 of a second, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh my God, the fucking nerds. Fucking yep. a whole bunch of nerds. Nerds. <laughs> nerds. Um, I'm looking forward to Dark Souls. I never played Dark Souls. The first Souls game I ever played was Bloodborne because mm-hmm. uh, the Dark Souls the Dark Souls games never really interest me. I was just like, okay, night, dude, whatever, you know, cool, I guess. And then you read about how hard they are and, and like most people, you're just like, well, that doesn't sound like a whole bunch of fun at all. That just sounds like terrible nonsense. I don't want to take part in at all. Um, but after I jumped in on Bloodborne because that was that that the themes of that m- more interesting to me. Uh, played some of, the, uh, of Dark Souls uh, three, D- three yes, and uh, I didn't finish that, but I enjoyed what I played. I stopped playing for something else, and then I tried to play it again. And I'm like, I've forgotten how to play this whole fucking game now. I'm fucked. Um, but I'm interested to jump in on this because I just like these games. And I f- I feel like they. It's it's a it's an interesting thing that they're remastering it because I'm like, is it? Are they just remastering it because for the sake of it, or because they don't have one coming out, or they're doing it for like an easy kind of cash grab to put towards their other project? Like, because of course they put out that little teaser um, at the Game Awards, stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. I just find it interesting, especially since it's like all platforms, including Switch. I think it's a thank you to fans in a lot of ways because, you know, Dark Souls means a lot to 
a very large portion of the community and I think um, it's a thank you to them for writing it out and I think it's a let's hope this tides you over until our new project comes out. Mm. Mm. Could be, I suppose. It's one way to look at it. Um, if it's, it's a, it's a good remaster too, because it was originally, I mean, to see how big a difference it is, it was originally running at like barely 30 frames per second kind of situation, you know, yeah. and running at 720p. Yeah. And now you've got upscaling 4k 60 frames per second. Like that's a good remaster when you can see the, Oh, definitely, yeah. the, the and it's been enough time itself. too. Yeah. And it makes yeah. all the people that were late to the series get a chance to get in as well. True. Plus they're it's adding, like they're adding a better actually. matchmaking system and dedicated servers and it didn't have like a password system like it does in Dark Souls 3 so you can join your friends not end up with randoms as well and increasing oh, the multiplayer. Their multiplayer again. systems in all these games are convoluted as yeah. fuck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So I get the feeling that people can watch me die a lot when it comes May on Twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. Probably start it. Good plug. Good job. Good plug. Good plug. It's a great plug. It'll probably be like Bloodborne. I'll probably not even finish the first boss. Yeah. Did you actually, did you never get to the I first never boss? went back. I was so excited to go back and I never did. Which boss was it? Was it the cleric <laughs> it beast or Father German? No, um, the beast. The On the bridge. You know that, be- that boss is optional. You don't even have to fight him. Look. Well, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I was trying to help him get... I was like, you just need to get to it so you can level up. Yeah. Because <laughs> that game's uh, so troll. That's one of my favourite things about that game. It's just like, we're going to beat your fucking ass to death and if you want to even be able to do anything with these souls, you got to make it and then die. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's terrible. Um, I died like a billion times to that boss, but I beat Father, Vuskeen or whatever, like first guess try. Going, guess going, yeah. Yeah, I look online, people are like, this boss is one of the hardest in the game. I'm like, I feel like every boss in this game, someone could write, this boss is the hardest in every game. It's just like, you'll struggle at certain ones. And Before they patched the it, Breedus was a fucking nightmare. Which one's that? Um, the big tentacly HP Lovecrafty looking one. She's an optional oh, boss. Yeah, I did them all, so. Yeah. I just can't. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I know which one you think it is. Yeah, it yep. shoots like a laser and you're like a, you know, yep. like a, yeah. Yeah. She was a bitch, actually. Yeah. Um, right. Main story of the week. Well, I don't know. The, but the thing that excited me the most, well, ting, ting, tingled me in places I liked, was there was a rumor floating around Cyberpunk 2077 is apparently in a playable state of some sort. So goes the rumor. What is and so? Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk, right. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there's a playable demo or whatever, alpha version, whatever the hell you're going around. Floating around, they've, they've basically finished the engine, goes to rumour, which means that they're now just on the stages of, like, populating the world with, you know, the missions and blah, 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 blah. If this is all true, we'll presumably be getting uh, a trailer at E3. Maybe before E3, you'd expect something like a Game Informer cover story or something like that to tease out details of the game, drop into E3, get a, a trailer, and then I could see the game coming out 2019 if this is all true, but it's either 2019 or 2020. What does everyone think? Are we excited for Cyberpunk? Because I, I I need that CG project raid up in my business. I think they got enough clout now to do a Bethesda and drop it in like six months after they... Oh, that would be... I just want more people to do that. I want more people to do more Bethesda crap and just be like, 
boom. It's, you know, and it's, it's on that. Been in development note, for quite a while. I was listening to uh, Podcast Beyond the other day, and they pointed out something I never actually realised, was that um, they actually did that with Resident Evil 7, kind of. Yeah. They like they was like here, and it was out like four or five months later or something like that. I was like, oh, I I didn't actually realize they did that as well. But no one like gives them the the clap clap for doing that. But they did. It was weird, I suppose. But but they when you think about it, it's like the entire time they'd been working on that game, like the amount of time we knew about the kitchen VR demo thing, which was at like cons for like two years. So if you think about the the entire time they were like promoting this kitchen demo thing was them secretly promoting Resident Evil 7 and then they were like, ha, announced Kitchen Demo was part of it, here you go, it's out like four months later. Okay, good <laughs> job. Um, CJ Project Red could do the, the whole bomb drop thing, but they're also a developer who, if they said the game's coming out on this date, I would totally believe that they think it's going to come out on that date, mm. and if they had to push it, I wouldn't be like, use just made up that first release date to get pre-orders, I'd be like, no, you's actually like need to push it because you like legit need to push it. And you thought you could make that first date. Cause a lot of the time it's like, you, you, you hear stories about the bigger companies. It's like, here's a release date, but they, they know for sure, hundred percent, they're never going to make that release date. They just want to put it out there into stores so they can start getting pre-orders for it. And then a couple yeah. months later, they just push it. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't see CJ, CJ project, CD project red, would be a company that would do something like that. Well, they have no reason to either. They don't answer to anyone. They are a company with nothing but good respect yeah. from old gamers. Like, Especially no one with um, the Noclip stuff, that Noclip series that came out about them, which was fantastic and just made me love them even more. Um, which I actually know, haven't watched it. It's on my list. You of should. To you definitely need to go through and watch it. Plus, with GOG 2, they're not hurting for money either. The, the second biggest online games distribution platform. And is is Gwent going to have microtransactions, right? Yeah, it already does. You can buy like... Um, oh, it does. Yeah, it does. You can buy powder or whatever it is to buy card kegs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Gwent's... Gwent's Gwent, what do they call it? They're, it's like not officially out, but they've said it's like... It's basically it's like done. Beta. They're just it's working like on the story. It's like mode. open beta. Yeah, they're, they're not going to have like a full launch. It'll just transition into 1.0. Yeah. It'll just yeah. be like you wake yeah. up one morning and it's just like, uh, we've patched in the campaign yeah. and the trophies and whatever, achievements and stuff it's like, like that. It's like Friday the 13th. It's out, but all the features aren't there to begin with. Yeah. So, and that's and, and that's a popular thing, Gwent as well, like... And that's just going to keep filling them with money as well. Like, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, I don't, like the microtransactions in card games, I'm quite fine with, like, Hearthstone and yeah. Gwent and stuff like whatever else. I'm quite happy with that because we talked about loot boxes and stuff like that before. But that's fine. But that's just, like, a good game that they've got. They'll, I presume they had a bigger team working on and they've probably tangent people off the yeah. Gwent team, uh, like, especially once the story stuff's done and stuff like that. And they just keep that the smaller team on to, to help keep it running and, like patches and work on new sets and yeah. stuff like that. Um, rotate them around to Cyberpunk, I suppose. Got to have some kind of minigame in Cyberpunk. That's I think they've got two for. studios anyway because they're working on I think it at the do. same time as they're working on The Witcher as well. Yeah. But yeah, I, I always think about... It's like um, when you... Uh, with Naughty Dog, when I was working on Uncharted, you just heard like... 
Like, I was all working, and then they got to a certain stage, and then they just, like, brought the team down to a lot smaller. Yeah. And then had everyone rotate around to, like, The Last of Us. So, the same sort... I picture the same sort of scenario happened recently with, like... um, what was the Uncharted DLC thing called? That uh, I Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy. I presume it was like you a bigger team. You pretty much played it. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched the whole fucking Let's... The, I watched you talk about the whole game and watched your Twitch stream to get footage from it. So yeah, I know what happens, but I haven't played it. Um, I picture the same sort of thing. It's like there was a fairly sized team working on Lost Legacy. They got down to the final stages of that. And then it's like just all of the Lost Legacy team like rotates around to Last of Us 2, I suppose. That yeah. kind of... Yeah. That's kind of how they work. These developers i suppose um what do we want out of cyberpunk i have no idea i, I don't know what i want more. but i know that they'll deliver yeah that's, that's a Give, fair answer really. I, just want, I it's one of them it's one of the the teams that i'm just like you give to me what you think i want because that is probably going to be perfect like Witcher, I still want to put more time into, and I, it's just another game that gets away from me. But the store, the like, the world of ri- The Witcher is so rich, and so if you can do that again in this setting, do it. Everyone read like, The Witcher I, books. I've started them. Good. There, there is. So when I think about The Witcher, it's like perfectly creates this like fantasy world where, you, and specifically how you can walk into a bar. And you'll have like the tat, you're like, like you got the music, blah, blah, you know, whatever else is happening. I love cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's one of my favorite genres. And also I'm a big fan and listen to a lot of uh, techno, blah, blah, blah music. If I can't walk in to some futuristic nightclub scenario, something with fucking the best the best because there's a lot of video games where you walk into like there's even like I remember in Mass Effect 2 or 3 like the the club and that and it had like cool music and lights were going everywhere and I'm like it's alright and then you make Shepard dance and it ruins the whole scene for you because you're just like you look like a fucking massive dog and you've ruined this whole fucking place for me now like I can never come back this is ruined and I remember they uh, I got high hopes for like a cool cyberpunk like soundtrack plus like nightclub scene with uh, that game Syndicate that got yeah. banned in Australia. Yeah. But I remember the trailer dropped with the, the Skrillex music and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, fuck yes. And then I watched a YouTube video and I was like, it's not as good as the trailer. It was banned because of the dubstep. Yeah, no, I don't think that's quite <laughs> how it works. <laughs> that reminds me of um, you'd go into these bars in Omicron and the Nomad Soul and they'd have full on Bowie concerts in there. Oh, really? Yeah, virtual Bowie. I... <laughs> I would love for them to have, I just want, I don't know, I just want cool nightclub slash with like great, because one of my favorite games last year, Ruiner, partly because of some amazing use of music and soundtrack, because it nailed, like part of Cyberpunk to me is soundtrack. Like that is, that is, that's like a high percentage of it. Like I can't escape, it's like one of the only genres where I'm like, if you don't get the music right, you're, you're not doing the genre as good as I, I think he can be. So that's one of my things going is, do I, do I think that's, do I think CD Projekt Red will have any problems with the world creation, the story, the characters, the, the, the mission structure? No, they're going to have no problems with any of that. They're all great at all that. I just, I'm, I'm just like, you need to get what in my head is the definition of a great cyberpunk thing. Uh, go watch Blade Runner or something like that. Need Darude to do the soundtrack. Who? Maybe not. Darude. Oh, Sandstorm? Yeah, you just want Sandstorm everywhere. 
<laughs> so, I don't know, get Daft Punk to do the soundtrack, I don't care. I'm 100% behind that. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's fine with me. But I'm just like, that's the, that is my one thing where it's just like such a random thing. I'm so, I'm so not worried about the actual game part. I'm just like, the, the cyberpunk in the title. It's great. <laughs> just, I can't wait for like you know everybody is like you know on social media on all media outlets being like this is the best game ever created and there's Dylan probably alone on Twitter they didn't get the music right they didn't oh, do it if the music's terrible it will actually ruin the game for me did you play Deus Ex no I've never played any of them because I watched uh, I watched someone play uh, a little bit of the the, the 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 PS3 one not the first one but the mankind the whatever divided one. and I was like eh I was like, I don't like this character. And like, he seems like a dickhead. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to play this game. It seems terrible. It was just like, I've got... Uh, it, like, it was just like that generic like voice acting. Like, I'm, I was like, my, 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 I don't care. I don't care. You seem terrible. Sidepunk. Right. Final story for this week. And I left this one to last because it is possibly the most important news story stats that have dropped... In 2018, it happened. It's, what, January 15th? 2018 so far, guys. I need you to grab on. Listeners, grab on to whatever's around you. Grab on. Just strap yourselves. Hold on to your dicks. In. No, seriously, grab into your dicks. Because today, I have Pornhub stats. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no. Literally. Pornhub stats have dropped and said that 56% of old Pornhub consumption comes from people on PS4s. Yo, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't think that's... I think it's 50, 50% of all console traffic, not all traffic. Yes. Sorry, console traffic. Yeah. That's still... Like, that's... That's 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 56%. <laughs> I, just, I just want to... I don't know I why you would. It's such so painful to use the web browser on PS4. Well, let me give you the rest of the stats and see what you think about everything else that's happening right now. Because I read this and I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, y'all got phones, y'all got laptops, y'all got PCs. I don't know. Like, what are you fucking, what are you doing? So, so 5% on Vita. How? <laughs> what a, that's yeah. a good screen. That's a good screen to... You know, Can what? you even watch videos in the browser on Vita? Apparently, on that OLED screen. Until you ruin it by jizzing on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already a crack, baby. It, it, it could take a bit of jizz. I just like the idea of someone just being like, I've seen like a $50, like, that's their Vita. Like, it's sitting on their, their cradle dock, charging next to their bed, and the sole use is like, it doesn't have any games on it or anything. It's just, <clears> it's just nothing but, it's just one little bubble sitting on that menu, internet browser, and everyone knows what's up. <laughs> I'd love to, I'd like to think that after, you know, there could be a stat recorded that the percentage of Vita users using it rises after our podcast releases. I fucking hope so. Like, if you've got... If I, in case you didn't know this, guys, girls, whoever's listening, your Vita, you may not use it for games anymore <laughs> because you brought a Switch. Make love to it. You can use that shit for porn. <laughs> you can... And it's not, it's not immune to fluid damage either. No. So just be careful where you're swinging that thing. Because it's a beautiful screen until it's stained <laughs> with your semen. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. 
<laughs> Ready for the rest of the stats. Ready? So here's the breakdown. PS4, 56%. Xbox in at second with 32%. Vita, 5%. Wii U, 5%. Now, here's my question with the Wii U one. Are they using their Wii U and watching the porn on their television screen? Or are they using the Wii U and watching it on the, like the, the, on the tablet, on, on the, the tablet? Because that's an important wrong. question. That would feel so wrong. It's, it, feels it feels like wrong a anyway because it feels toy. like a cheap plastic toy. It's a child's toy. Yeah. What if they maybe do some people you know get a bit confused between the Wiimote and the rest of their freaking toolbox? Like you well, know. Next in at one percent, the Wii. The bloody Wii. <laughs> Wait, I wonder. What yeah, I got one more. I got, on I got one more one percent. What do you think it is? I know what it is. It's a 3DS. Yeah, it's a 3DS. <laughs> How? Wait, yeah, no, that's what I thought as well. The screen or that's... <laughs> Why? <laughs> In what sick world is that the only thing you've got that you can watch porn on? <laughs> I feel sorry. <laughs> oh, I want to know how you do it. Like, can you, I don't think you can even watch videos in the browser. I mean, it probably takes 10 minutes to fucking load it, but... <laughs> Look, guys, just imagine this. There is somebody in the world whose first porn experience as a 10-year-old was on a 3DS. It's fucking sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> like, I, I read 1%, and I'm like, like, that's... I don't know what the exact user base percentage numbers this works down to, but I was like, I feel so sad for the one percenters that have to watch porn. <laughs> On the 3DS. <laughs> that's, that's what the uh, Wall Street sit-in was for, the 1%. Yeah, the, that's what they actually mean. They mean the 3DS <laughs> porn users. <laughs> I just want uh, you to know, like, I feel, if you're listening, any of the, the actual 1%ers out there, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And this also makes me question other things, this list. Yesterday, or the day before, my brother brought a Vita off Gumtree. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did he buy a Vita? For remote play. Why didn't you stop him, Dylan? I tried, actually. I legit tried. <laughs> Your money. But then the, the stats dropped the next day, and I was like, well, the Vita's arisen. <laughs> was my brother part of the stats? <laughs> Has he got it yet? Yeah, he's got it. He got it yesterday. And how's that working out for him? Has he I don't tried know. it do, yet? Do you want me to ask him? Sure. Go get him on the show. Yeah, it, 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 he fucking hates pictures. Imagine, come be on my podcast and talk about your uh, Vita porn habits. <laughs> It'll be fine. Just imagine, like all the sex addict groups are just like, "Hi, I'm Kieran, and I'm a sex addict. When was the last Hi, time Kieran. you indulged? I watched it on my PS Vita. <clears throat> <laughs> That's rock bottom right there. That's more disgraceful. And the, well, here's what I'm thinking. All these damn, like, games on the Vita where you're, like, shooting girls and these anime games where you're shooting girls and their underwear comes off and all sorts of stuff. The people just, like... <clears throat> and then they, like, swipe that game down and open the internet browser, like... <clears throat> <laughs> you know full well that is exactly what happens. It is. I, I not, it's, a thing. it's like we can joke about it, guys, but seriously... That's bad. <laughs> Don't. 
don't. Because I'm pretty sure the girls just shoot the fucking clothes off in those anime games. They, they ain't legal in Australia. <laughs> Maybe legal in those games. Was that one where like it ca- the collector's edition came with like a pair of fucking panties? What? Oh yeah, that was a uh, gun. Gal gun, yes, gal gun. Didn't you? Don't you know like, this, Nick? It came with the special edition. Came with a screen cleaner for your Vita. Yep, that was in the shape of girls' underwear. Wow. No, it wasn't the shape of it. Was basically girls' underwear. Disgraceful. Just, just that's. I mean, it's something. It's like. It's it's this it's, is the world it's not in. right. It's it's it's, it's ma- I have many problems, but what can you do apart from fly to Japan and be like, hello, I have, a, I have. All right, let's move into the last segment of the show, which we can tie in quite nice. The f- drink the hashtag every trophy counts. Yeah, every trophy counts. Go through some new lists real quick first, and things of the trophies. Number one, fucked up trophy of the week, month, year. I don't know. But this just tries in. This ties in well to what I was just talking about. Fucked up, fucking weird shit. Uh, there's a trophy in this game called Little. The game's called Red. Little Red Lie is the game. Don't care about the game. The trophy is called Grand Victory. Its description is as follows: Falsify your way into being touched by a member of the opposite sex. Now that sounds like um, a whole bunch of like. That sounds like real life. In in today's society, that's not good. I, I mean, in yesterday's society, probably wasn't good. Hundred years ago, still wasn't good. It, does, <laughs> it, 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 it was never good. However, how if you mean like in today's society, how does that shit fly and actually get the like the green tick to become a yeah. trophy? I yeah. have no fucking idea. Like Sony, are you listening? It is a Japanese no. company. No, it, I, I I was like, no, that's just like. Just, just call it like the rape trophy. Like I don't know. Like it's just like what grand victory. Did you almost implode when you saw that? Touched by a member of the opposite sex. I read it like three times over and was like, "This can't be real." This Did has you to be almost joke. explode? You almost explode, didn't you? Like the SJW like warrior came like, out. The Sony fanboy came out at the same time. You were like, "I just." If that did happen, the SJW fucking warrior like punched the shit out of the Sony fanboy and was like, <laughs> "What's the this game shit called?" Has, this can't pass. Uh, Little Red Lie. It doesn't have platinum. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering, <laughs> that's what it's driven. That's that's why Dylan is not going to play it. I'm not going to play it because it's got a <laughs> fucked up trophy. That's like it's condoning like sexual assault or something. I, it's it's condoning fucked up shit. I don't even know. Like this is this is not okay. At all. Like, this passes a... If you're like, how does... Does Sony have a c- certification for trophies? And sh- No. Apparently not. This is not right. Remember that God of War trophy? Like, beat the shit out of the... Like, I don't know. Like, that was like 10 years ago. This is yesterday or whenever. Like, this is today. <laughs> this shit should not pass. It's um, by the guy that developed actual sunlight. Well, you know what? He needs to see some actual sunlight because r- real women <laughs> out in the, the world don't like being tricked. Or, or men. Like, this doesn't actually say gender. The, people don't like being tra- tricked into... Okay, I think there's more to it than what the trophy says. Well, it, there could be more to it, but it's the, the fact that, like, the trophy description just reads as sexual Maybe assault. it's trying to... It's probably worded inappropriately, but it's probably something story-related. In the game, okay. that might not well, be well, um, that. if the story is you date rape someone, 
Dylan, maybe you need to play the game. It's not da- it's, no, it's a game exploring um, modern poverty. There's even like I'm looking at a screenshot and it says, "Would you rather commit suicide than live in significant poverty?" Yes or no. So I think there's more to it than what the trophy is saying. The trophy description is still fucked up. Trophy description, matter. you fucked up. Change it. As far as I'm concerned, change the description. Next trophy list. The City of Final Fantasy, NT, whatever the fuck that game's got. Whatever it's got. There's a trophy. There's a gold for win 300 ranked games. I'm never platinuming that game. Just putting that out there right now. I want to play this game. I'm excited to play a bit of the City of Duo Dock and whatever the fuck it's called. I'm not excited to play or win 300 ranked games. That would never happen. So uh, you can get the fuck out of my town. Uh, don't don't exist. Uh, there's another game called Pop Up Pilgrims. Looks like an easy platinum. Everyone, all the trophies just basically look like if there's a video guide, platinum because it's like a lemmings game and you have to find secrets and like get to the end without any of your your, your dudes dying. But it's like if you have a walkthrough, they'll tell you exactly what to do so none of your dudes die or whatever. It's just like okay, that's that's just, that's all the trophies, I guess. That's 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 easy platinum. And the last one talking about like Sony. Does Sony have any bards on, like, quality control and stuff like that? No. And also, this isn't just calling out Sony, because this game was on the fucking 3DS, which means it also... Nintendo also has zero quality control. Look up a game called Little Adventure on the Prairie, and you will find what I consider one of the worst-looking games I've seen in quite some time. It is absolutely atrocious. However, it has this piss-easy trophy list that basically just says, like, finish the game. Finish the game, you get a platinum. The game looks like hot, fucking melting dog turd though. Like it's just, it's just like you watch a, a gameplay video and you're like, is this, this, this costs money. Like you, you can, like my name's Mayo is a game, and like that's my name's Mayo is an easy platinum that's like trying to be funny and it's like trying to be meta and whatever. It costs like a dollar or two. It, I mean, everything works and looks all right. Like it's designed fine for what it's trying to do. This game looks like it's just not a game. Like, it doesn't look finished at all. Like, it's, it looks absolutely fucking terrible. This is the kind of shit I expect to see on the Steam front page or something like that, where it's just like a, a Steam Greenlight game that just passes because Steam's full of so much fucking hot garbage these days that it, it, it doesn't even matter. However, on my PlayStation, I would like not so much more... And I do worry every time I see games like this now because there appears to be more of them popping up. Just like, shit, on PlayStation. It's like, why? why? Just don't become Steam, Sony. Don't. Don't. Like, I, I like Steam for many factors. However, people, there's just shit on there. There's just shit. People just put shit on. Same as the App Store on your iPhone or whatever. It's just like, apparently you can just fucking games. Steam. Steam. So uh, that's an easy platinum, everyone. However, it looks like a hot piece of turd garbage. Uh, on the 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 plat the plat run update, I got zero platinums in last week. Karen, did you get any platinums? I did indeed. I did the order eighteen eighty six. And how'd that go? Because that was it was it was it was story. I really enjoyed. The collectibles were really fun. Some of the trophies slightly annoyed me, but they weren't hard. They were just stuff like you know. Killing people while aiming for the hip with like the worst aiming from the hip system I have ever what, used. What in did a you game. think about the the ones where you have to fight the werewolves? The fights. Uh, I found no, that no, was the worst part about the game. I didn't mind it. There's a there's a clip of me 
where I just get destroyed at one point because I'm like, I think every fight, except for like the main two werewolf fights you do, is pretty much in the same area. Like, yeah. they're both exactly the same. What I would Basically, do is I'd get in the back areas. corner and just fucking... Yeah, yeah. just get in the corner and just wait yeah. for them because all the yeah. werewolves would do is run to the same spot, turn around, and then run back yeah. at you. But and the that, quick time I, event, there was one of them that really frustrated me. There's you'll you'll probably see it in upcoming. Video. I think you had there's to a, punch a button quick. I hate the ones where you have to fucking tap it really fast. There's there's some reason they changed the takedown mechanic for some. It seemed like halfway through the game, at the start. I don't know if I just was doing it without even thinking at the start, but you just had to tap triangle to do a silent takedown. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it did this thing where it's like a closing circle and you had to wait for the circle to be perfectly around the triangle button to do it. And I kept pushing it like a second too late and fucking it up. And you, if you don't do them right, you die. Like you instantly die no matter what. I was like, okay. Like literally there was me half asleep Saturday morning when I woke up late having to redo one thing like five or six times because I was just like fucking up this one button press every time. But overall, you was like, because this is a game, of course, that people have shat on for quite some time. Like, um, that pi- and it's it's like I brought the collector's edition. It was like, ah, uh, got that okay. I, I mean, I don't regret it. Slash, I don't like completely regret it. But at the same time, I was, it, 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 it is it's just a thing that I did with my money, and it, I finished the game in like one sitting, and I was like, okay, that was that was interesting. But. Uh, over time, I was like, you know what? That game like had so many interesting aspects and cool characters and just like the the general world and the story it sets up. And especially the way the game ends, it's mm. like, I actually do want a sequel. Like, legit. There's like, not, so much- Not a joke. Not like Knack 2 joke. Like, oh, give me Knack 2. It's like, legit, give me the sequel. Me too, yeah. Set I even, previous. I only... Oh, God. I only paid $18 for the game. Yeah, I got it cheap too. And I, I, when I finished it, I said on stream, I said I would have paid $50 for that. I wouldn't have paid full price. I would have paid 50 though, because yeah, I agree with that. the story for me was fantastic. The interesting thing for me is obviously they were banking it on it being a good game or it being deserving of a sequel because there is stuff legit set up in that game for the purpose of a sequel. Like yeah. that random dude that shows up twice throughout the game and he's like, I'll call on him eventually. And I was like, okay, cool. This will happen before the end of the game. Nope. Nope. He's okay. No, that's the next game. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then you become Batman. Yep. Basically. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun. That with was it. my favorite thing. Kieran messages me after he finished it or whatever. And he's like, message says, like, I don't know. He's just like, oh my God. I was like, I want to talk about the game. It's like the ending. And I was like, yeah, you become Batman. And then Kieran's response was like, Oh, fuck, you do! (laughs) (laughs) You do become Batman. And the thing, there was a couple of things that annoyed me um, with the game. I didn't like... So Assassin's Creed 2 did this amazing thing with Da Vinci that was really cool because they made a big thing out of it. He was a big character. Nikola freaking Tesla's in this game and he's just kind of there. Like, they don't make a big entrance or a big reveal out of, you know... Nicola's the one helping you. It's mm. just kind of, you know, it starts walking and stuff, and then all of a sudden you're talking to him about Edison. It's like, wait, that's Tesla? Like, Edison what? was a cunt. Pardon? Edison was a cunt. Edison was a cunt. I think they tried to purposely play, like, 
Assassin's Creed's like, hey, it's Leonardo da Vinci. Like, everyone knows him and loves him. Like, you know that guy? Like, here he is. He's in our game. Like, you're friends with him. This this time, they're just like, well, realistically, if Tess, like, in the in the real world of this game, he's not a big deal. It's just like, he's, it's, it's Nikola Tesla. Like, he's a scientist. But I wish they'd, they'd done uh, something that was, like, a bit more of a nod to the audience for it. Like, like poor screen, Borderlands entrance comes up with character no, names. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Slams on screen, like stats. Catch him! Yeah. No, no, no. But even if it was just like a, like a, you know, he looked up from the desk in a cutscene or something. But no, like he was, like his initial scene in the game, he's like almost like a servant where he's like standing quietly to one side waiting for you to finish talking. And then he's like, yeah, just this way. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, wait, shit, that's Tesla, right. Um, you know what? Oddly, that game reminds me a, a lot of when I was playing it. It reminds me of Star Wars prequels because there was so much talk about like trade route, like stuff Indian like company. that. The oh, Indian Company, stuff like that, yeah. Somehow, it's not spoilers. It would have been spoilers for me if you'd said this before last week. I didn't know there was vampires in this game. Like, I'd only ever heard talk of the werewolves somehow. And so when the vampire shit happened, I was like... Well, I mean, I think that is it. Like, that wasn't a known. Oh, okay. Just that, that was that wasn't a known thing going yeah. into it. Yeah. So that's probably why I didn't tell you because that's a yeah. Spoiler. But I'm glad. I'm glad. Maybe <laughs> maybe spoilers if you haven't played Order. <laughs> that vampire game is set in the same universe. Can I? Can I? Can you indulge Hope. me for a second? It's not exactly a plat topic or a trophy topic. I'm fine. Can we with have. That. Can we have a two-minute spoiler talk about Life is Strange episode th- before the storm episode three? Yes, we can. I was going to do it as soon as I'm wrapping up the show. I was going to do a quick one. Uh, well, we're doing cut it, this bit out then. Cut this bit out, like all of it. No, no, I'll just leave it. It's fine. It's 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 fine. No, just, it's cut fine. cut it out. Sure. If I'm going to cut, cut out, out anything, it'll be me inserting my voice, going spoilers here <laughs> right before you start talking about fucking vampires. <laughs> <laughs> um. If you don't listen to it, we, we, we're gonna. Re- if you don't listen to us talk about the ending of Life is Strange before the storm, you thank you for joining us today, tomorrow, whatever. Before you go, you I'm on track to hitting my plat record this year too. Yeah, I know. He's 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 on. He's somehow he, when you set your record at zero, you hit it like literally a second later. It's fucking fantastic. Not really. I could play a Telltale game and just fucking immediately go over that. Yeah. Oh, overachiever yeah. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you set your goal at zero and you get one, don't you just like fail? Like yeah, when you have I to get so. negative one, <laughs> you know, for you're not allowed to play Telltale game on PlayStation ever again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do. All right, so uh, if people want to follow you, where can they follow you, Karen? Uh, at your boy Ringo, or catch me on twitchtv slash network. Where do people follow you, Nicholas? At Sir Galahad. You can follow me on Twitter at VivaLadilVRVALADIL. You can follow the show at ExplosionPod. You can go to www.explosionnetwork.com to find all the things. You can go to Twitch. You can go to the thing. Don't forget to give an iTunes review, stuff like that. Uh, mail, pl- platinum at explosionnetwork.com. I already have some Michael questions waiting to go over that I'll get to quite soon. I just wasn't trying to force them into every show. I'll space them out, Michael. Fuck. Yes, Dylan, Kim, you're looking- did I see a Platinum Explosion Twitter page? Yes. 
you can follow the, the official. I actually forgot. I was like, I, I, I just closed my laptop and I'm sure I, I guarantee in my show notes I had like plugged the Twitter and I closed it. I was like, I'm done. Um, yeah, you follow Platinum Now has its own Twitter. It's uh, Plat Podcast, at Plat Podcast. So you can follow that. To, I'm Start using that more. I'll like tweet out before we're recording, like send us questions, tweet out more, stuff like that. You can we'll, we'll do stuff like that. It's a, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing that exists. <laughs> it's, a thing. it's a thing that exists that I forgot ex- exists because gotcha. I did it like I gotcha. 2 a.m. in the fucking morning. <laughs> Go subscribe uh, or follow, whatever you do. I don't know. Uh, if you're not hanging around for Life is Strange, bye. Bye. Later. Spoilers. Life is Strange before Storm. Did you like the ending or not, Kieran? Holy crap and shit. Yes, I did. But then I was feeling all warm and fuzzy inside <laughs> and I felt great about the world. And then they showed me the after credits section, and I'm like, I hate you, game. I you felt that was highly unnecessary. I want to ask, did you lie or tell her the truth? I lied. So did I. Dylan told her the truth. Yeah, I told, wow. I told her that her dad's fucked up, yeah. Yeah, I, I lied, because I was like, no, I can't. Because, that, I, that, actually, I'll, I'll give this game, see, I... I uh, people's biggest complaints are like the story just kind of at the last seconds like nah, f- fuck everything fuck the fire like that's but then I was like well then the, the story of this game was never about the fucking the fire the fire was metaphorical yeah, yeah it's the like fire it, was it, it doesn't symbol. fucking like it doesn't matter like that wasn't actually a plot line it's just like her anger you know whatever so fuck all that shit I, it does take a weird turn in the last second to be like okay we'll introduce it, it, it didn't go where I thought it was going but it was fine where do you think it was going I, didn't I had think no idea. That. I, I thought they might try and run away. Something would happen. Like, I knew they the wouldn't be able to get away. No, well, they're not going to. We we know they don't, but I thought they might try and get stopped or something in the drug yeah. dealer or something. I mean, the drug dealer becomes part of it, but not in the way that... Like, you I didn't thought? see the actual mum. You like, didn't think video. he was going to fucking stab Rachel? Like, no. holy shit. Yeah, I know. Um, She's but, a little bitch. She, she only got stabbed in the arm. <laughs> I had so I hated this is the, the reason I love this game so much and I'm bi- I'm kind of biased at the moment both my computer screens have Life is Strange uh, wallpapers on them because I, ch- really I changed them after I finished Before Storm I was like I'm so in love with Life is Strange again like I was I was a huge fan of the first game but it's like you know it was a while ago whatever finished Before Storm I'm like fuck I love these games like, changing my wallpapers Life is Strange um, I hated Rachel in the first episode and I looked through my, my character choices and it was like the first chance you got to like try try and say you was interested in her like romantically or whatever, I was like, no, I don't even like you. Like you're a bitch. Like fuck you. I don't want to be. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not interested <laughs> in you. But then it's like such high risk, a high plus to the game in that by the time it gets around to episode two, I'm like, I'm kind of liking you more. And then by t- like comes around, like I grew more attached to her like you would, like a real. Yeah, like a real, real relationship. Being, like, like it wasn't like from the get go. I'm like, oh, I love the, the, the. I was like, I don't like you. And then like over time, I was like, I don't like you. Um, but no, I, I love their relationship. By the end of it, I the, in in no world where um those two are actually in love would that would the decision be made to keep that information from her? As far as I'm concerned, like if that if that was me and I was in love with Rachel. Because like, that's the shoes you kind of have to put your, yourself in for that last decision. And I think that last decision is really cool because it, as Nick pointed out to me, and I didn't actually realize until he said it, was it's the only decision in the whole episode. There's one decision and it matters. Like, it's not like a whole bunch of small ones before. It's just like one decision and it's a huge decision. And it's the kind of decision where you sit there at your controller going, 
fuck? What am I doing? And then, yeah, I, I was like, well, if this was me and I was in love with Rachel, I wouldn't be able to live with myself keeping this information. So I, ha- I had to tell her the truth. I think keeping that information for me is what I saw forged um, forged her into becoming the character she becomes. I, why I, know, I, I see her becoming the character saying? she becomes when we meet her simply because Rachel goes missing. And she's always going to go missing. Like, that's the thing about that decision. It's like, either way, you know she goes missing, like, eventually. You know what's crazy for me? I don't know how I... I, I need to know. There's, there's a filler story I now need to know because of a small choice I made in the game. Because I don't know if you did, but I gave Rachel's mum the bracelet. I can't remember if I did. I don't so I gave Rachel's mum the bracelet. So for me now, how does Rachel's bracelet get in the hands of Frank? Oh, yeah. Well, Frank From, and Rachel's mum were associates. Like she, They're associates, but... I need to, yeah. There's just something I need filling in there that I'm like. I saw, like, I saw, um, I saw one of the complaints about it is like, okay, they seem so happy at the end of it. How does Rachel still end up, um, like with the drug dealer? And I'm, Frank, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I never saw at any point her not, like, suddenly having a life changing moment throughout all this where she's like, I would never touch drugs or do any rebellious activity ever again. Like, I didn't see no. that being the ending. It's like, there's still these two, rebel girls like running around or whatever and I can see them ending up back you know whatever trying to get fucking weed or some shit and they they end up in that world and shit goes wrong like it's not a huge I don't need to stretch the story to no. find out how she she ends up and there up were there. even though it wasn't mentioned there were subtle like nods towards Frank being attracted to Rachel um with yeah the well, way what he, he does basically yeah he's a uh, I got mad respect for Frank by the end of that episode. I was like, man, what a guy. Yeah. I did did it make you feel any different about David as a character? It was hard for me. No. Because I, I started off the ep I started off the episode being like, Oh Rachel, I, I liked you at the at the end of Life is Strange. Uh for, not Rachel. David. Um David, David, I liked you at the end of Life is Strange. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was hating him again. I was like, God yeah. damn it, you Bag, like, stop. I yeah. If I, we really I hated him. In the shoes of Chloe. Yeah, I, does it I really hated well. him at the start of Life of Strangers originally, and the reason I, I hated him so much is because for the first few episodes, I thought he had a high chance of being like the the guy, yeah. the, the, the guy like the killer or whatever. Um, so I was like so against him, and then by episode four or whatever, it's like um, you like it's def it's not him. Okay, and he's he's like okay, David's alright, I guess, and you come around to liking him. But then back in this game again, you're you're playing as a rebel teen girl, yeah, and you've got the fucking uptight military stepdad, and it's hard not to fall straight into the. Of course, this dynamic is going to work, and you're playing as a character, and you're just like the fuck you, man, like, <laughs> like <laughs> which yeah, I can understand. I just something you know at the end scene where you talk to Rachel's mother, Kieran. Mm, yep. Did that seem like a dream to you? Because for me, it felt like a dream sequence. It felt like a dream um, to start off for me as well. It felt a bit dreamy. There because was bit there too- was all this shit going on and then all that, and then suddenly you wake up and it's all calm. She's just sitting there at the table. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a bit It was interesting. jarring It's interesting to know Because she's like how- Rach, um, or whatever. She's like 
She likes just says information that you don't think she has. Yeah. How do we know it's not a dream? It very well we could be. That, that, no. that, that, that would also explain the bracelet thing. No, I don't think they would in that. I think there's too much dreams with the dad stuff that maybe. I don't know. The thing for me, though, in that how much was Sarah under the influence of the drugs that were in their system from yeah. the guy fucking overdosing her? Um, a lot. Yeah, a lot. The other thing for me was the, the twisting, turning relationship that I had with Rachel's dad. Yeah. Because I started off the episode being like, dude, you're a douchebag. Yeah. You're an actual r- scum. And then by like after after the conversation that after the conversation after Rachel gets stabbed, I was like, wow, okay, he's a... He's a good dude. He's a good dude. And then we go <laughs> and we find out everything he's been doing and then I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. With, but, uh, with the encounter with rapey fucking... There is that Elliot. I was right about him the entire fucking time. Mr. I was created in a Fallout 3 character generator. <laughs> Creepy as fuck. Tunnel Creepy snakes. As all fuck. Um, to wrap up, what was what is everyone's what was everyone's thoughts on it? Because I know the like it was in my top ten games of the year list, but I know if you look, depending on who I follow on Twitter and stuff, it's been like people being like, "Oh, they really love it," like I do, and I really love it. And mm. then there's like in the middle, it's like, "Yeah, it's fine." Like it was a three episode, more life is strange to time to tie me over to ch- to the season two, and then there's other people who are like, "No, it was terrible." It was shit. So I was of the opinion when it was first announced, I do not need this at all. Why are they doing this? So was this? I. Yeah. And okay. then after playing it, I realized how wrong I was. Yep. One thing I'm glad they did it with episode three, but the whole season could have done with less of that stupid fucking back chat mechanic. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like need it. that. I was quite happy to I just didn't have. Need it, but yeah. And I, I like barely did it when when there was options to do it. I just got around it because yeah. I'm like. I don't, I, think, I don't need this. I think it was their thing like, oh, we've got to put a gimmick in because we Yeah, we've got to put a gimmick because the first game had the fucking gimmick. But it's like, yeah. you didn't need the gimmick. Like, it was quite... It was fine just to be a adventure game with with choices of what yeah. you say. I, I only remember it only being once in the third episode when you're talking yeah. to Rapey Guy like, and the police. The collectible stuff was fine. Yeah. Uh, like, the tagging made sense for the character and stuff. I don't like know. That. That was fine. I don't know how she ever expected to get out of... Um, the office undetected, even if rape guy didn't come there because on their fucking tag in his fucking office. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kieran, what'd you, what'd you, um, I, I've played some pretty like emotion filled games in the last six months. With, like, you know, what remains of Edith Finch and stuff and the, and life is strange for me. I haven't had such a heart sinking moment as that moment with seeing the phone being rang oh, in that, that destroyed me. That that heart sinking moment of that just that rush back to reality of oh fuck, this is where we this is where we're going. Yeah. You think Fuck. You realise this isn't a happy ending and it makes it more impactful because you actually have an idea of who Rachel was now. Yeah, yeah. It, it also resources. makes you want to go play the first season again, oh, which yeah. is why I've rebrought it on PS3, and I'm going to start it soon. Because <laughs> you're like, uh, fuck, I need just... to. I'm so looking forward to replaying the first season now with like the information about certain characters I've got from this, and just seeing how different I will 
like react because I'm not going to try and play it exactly the same. I'll just treat it like a fresh thing. And I reckon I will make like different decisions simply because of character interactions and stuff from the before the storm. So no, I, 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 re- I really loved it. However, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for these types of stories. So I, I never cried. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, all right. So uh, if you've hung around to listen to this, uh, section and thank you. Uh, we're not going to plug everything again because we just did that. I will tell you how to have a lovely afternoon, morning, nighttime. Uh, uh, d- drink a cup of water. It's good for you. Plat, plat. Hey, it's Ashley here to let you know what you can expect from the Explosion Network in January. Feeling nostalgic for 2017 already? Then you should check out the Explosion Network's Best of 2017 Top 10 lists over at ExplosionNetwork.com. We'll let you know the best games, movies, TV, and more from last year. Got some disposable income that's burning a hole in your pocket? Then why not spend it on some sweet Explosion Network merch? Head over to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash Explosion Network. Pick up a shirt or a mug or a hoodie or even a sticker. They're all things that you can buy on the shop and they mail out to you. It's crazy. Of course, our weekly shows continue. Pleasure Explosion Mondays, Platinum Explosion Tuesdays, and Grandstand Gurus Thursdays, each at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Catch our live streams on twitch.tv slash Explosion Network and keep your targets locked on explosionnetwork.com for all our explosive content. Plat, plat. Sound effects. I don't know how to end this ad read. Good luck editing this, Dylan. You can find me at Lord Empire. (laughs) 